singers and I, Ed Peters, welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We return today to Romans chapter 4, moving on to verses 9 through 12. In the opening verses of this chapter, Paul used the example of Abraham and David to show that there is agreement between the law and the gospel concerning God's method of salvation. It has always been through faith. Beginning now with verse 9, Paul continues the argument by returning to Abraham to illustrate that justification is universal. He is going to do this by showing that Abraham was justified before the law was given. Here is what he writes. Now then, the question, is this blessing given only to those who have faith in Christ but also keep the Jewish laws? Or is the blessing also given to those who do not keep the Jewish rules, but only trust in Christ? Well, what about Abraham? We say that he received these blessings through his faith. Was it by faith alone, or because he kept the Jewish rules? For the answer to that question, answer this one. When did God give this blessing to Abraham? It was before he became a Jew before he went through the Jewish initiation ceremony of circumcision. It wasn't until later on, after God had promised to bless him because of his faith, that he was circumcised. The circumcision ceremony was a sign that Abraham already had faith and that God had already accepted him and declared him just and good in his sight before the ceremony took place. So Abraham is the spiritual father of those who believe and are saved without obeying Jewish laws. We see then that those who do not keep these rules are justified by God through faith. And Abraham is also the spiritual father of those Jews who have been circumcised. They can see from this example that it is not this circumcision that saved them. For Abraham found favor with God by faith alone before he was circumcised.
the point that Paul is making in these verses is that for Jew or for Gentile, there is only one way of justification, and that way is through faith. Now here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. Both Abraham and David were justified by faith, not by works or by the law. That's Paul's focus in Romans 4, 1-8. In verses 9-12, to Paul notes that Abraham's circumcision post-dated his justification. He was circumcised about 14 years after his salvation or acceptance before God, his justification. Therefore, circumcision did not cause his acceptance before God. Let's explore that for a moment. Paul has just quoted David's words from Psalm 32 that, Blessed is the man whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sin the Lord will never count against him. Now Paul writes, Is this blessedness only for the circumcised or also for the uncircumcised? We have been saying that Abram's faith was credited to him as righteousness. Under what circumstances was it credited? Was it after he was circumcised or before? It was not after, but before. And he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith, while he was still uncircumcised. So then, he is the father of all who believe but have not been circumcised in order that righteousness might be credited to them. And he is also the father of the circumcised, who not only are circumcised but also walk in the footsteps of the faith that our father Abraham had before he was circumcised. Indeed, blessed is the person whose sin is forgiven and whose sin will never be counted against him. But when were sins forgiven? When did and does that take place? When was Abram forgiven? This is a very important passage for the Jews of Paul's day, but also since. It relates to the time of justification in relation to circumcision. It is clear from the record of Father Abram in the Hebrew Bible that the faith which was counted to him as righteousness came at least 14 years before his circumcision. Abram became a believer and had God's righteousness imputed to him long before he was circumcised. It was his faith, not his circumcision, that gave him God's righteousness. So Abram was still virtually a Gentile. He was uncircumcised when God accepted him. Among the Jews, blessedness was properly confined to the circumcision. But Paul says that's not right. Abram was blessed with acceptance before God long before his circumcision. Now, why was this so important for Paul to say? This means several things. Number one, this closed the door of acceptance before God to the Jews who depended only on circumcision or other outward rites. The outward rite of circumcision did nothing for the man in terms of acceptance before God. And second, this opened the door to all Gentiles. Abram was saved when he was virtually a Gentile before circumcision. Therefore, Abram is also the father of all the Gentiles who believe. He was like a Gentile when he believed. So Abram is the spiritual father of the circumcised who believe and of the 
uncircumcised who believe. The issue is belief or faith, not circumcision or some other right. The righteousness of God is imputed on the basis of faith, not outward rights. What is important is that Jew and Gentile walk in the steps of Abraham with respect to his faith. Now, a brief review. Those who attempt salvation some other way than God's way usually trust in, number one, their works. That's verses 1 to 8 of chapter 4. Or, number two, their religion or rites or rules. That's verses 9 to 12. In these verses, 9 to 12, Paul shows that religious rites and rules don't cut it. Paul chooses the most important rite of the Jews, circumcision. With other religions, it may be other rites. But with the Jews, it was circumcision. So that's the one Paul chooses to make the point. In the New Testament, even the Jews who had received Christ often had trouble placing circumcision in perspective. They tried to include it in the salvation process and to force it upon the Gentiles. Paul warns his readers not to trust in religion, in its practices, its rituals, its rites for salvation. The righteousness of Christ can never come that way. It can only come like it did for Abraham, through faith, through believing. Abram believed God, and that was counted to him for righteousness. The object of his faith was God. But Jesus said, Abram saw my day. Perhaps Abram's faith, in a small measure at least, included and involved Christ the Messiah. Abram looked forward and believed in him. Today we look back, and he is without question the object of saving faith. So Paul's two most important points here. Number one, that salvation doesn't come through any deeds or works. Number two, that that salvation cannot come through good religious rituals or rites. Salvation comes only through believing in him. In our world of religious confusion, Paul's words are desperately needed. Let's keep that focus clear. Hear the same message by the Renewal Singers.
It's by faith that the mountains of life are removed, and by faith that you stand in the radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Jafter, California, 93263, USA.